Hey, this is Ryan O'Neill from the Danish and O'Neill podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 30 freaking five? Well, the best way to prevent that hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some hair left. Now, you used to have to go to the doctor's office, but now you go to Keeps and you can visit a doctor online and you get hair loss medication delivered right to your door. And they make it easy. They deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to the pharmacy checkout lines and the awkward doctor visits. Also, they use the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And maybe you tried them before, but you've never tried them at this price. Look, these treatments take four to six months to see results, so act fast. The sooner you start, the more hair you'll keep. Now, if you're ready to take these actions and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash ATC and receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash A-T-C. It's the Danish and O'Neal. 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 O'Neal. The mayor's at the Y, crushing laps in the pool. It's Jacuzzi Boy coming to us on an EU. The street doctor thinks he can travel through time. You know, sex is on his mind when he's holding a knife. From daddy knows best, a fucking funny or die. A couple wise guys riffing with the comedy mind. Support the podcast, get off your ass and subscribe. Rate and review us on iTunes. We only take it. It's five. the Danish and O'Neal. It's the, the Danish and O'Neal. It's the Danish and O'Neal. It's the Danish and O'Neal. The rumors are true. It is, in fact, the Danish and that's your cue. Oh, it's uh, and O'Neal. <laughs> that's you. No girls allowed. Oh, uh, <laughs> there's some girls. I think like four girls allowed. Poltron made a good point. What was her point? There are no girls allowed, but she's a woman. Wow, Poltron has spoken. Yeah. The mighty Poltron. Uh, quick, I got to do a quick shout out right off the bat. This uh, this is a new. He's a newer era fan. He admits that. What what, what era uh, of the Danish O'Neill evolution is he part of? He probably the Danish and O'Neill podcast portion. Um, his name's Tyler Martin Jacobs. Three names, which can be dangerous. Not a former resident of Boner City, though. I think he. Uh, or is he? Is I think he, he may have gone through the archives. Okay. He may have tried to move in and realized it was condemned and he, bulldozed uh, down. He walked through and saw it was covered in dust, like Pompeii. I don't know if it was the... covered in dust, he was covered in shit. <laughs> so his name is Tyler Martin Jacobs. Hit us up on Twitter. He said he's uh, late to the Danish and O'Neill movement, but would like a shout out. <laughs> it's a movement. He's also the self-proclaimed. He. That's what he said. Those were his words. Not I mine. like. I like that though. Danish and O'Neill movement really he's, changing things. He's the self-proclaimed, and this is going to ruffle some feathers out there. Get ready to, oh, to, to get your fingers on the keyboard to hit us up on Twitter and at O'Neill the Ass Kicker Yahoo.com. He says he's the, he's the number one fan of Danish and O'Neill. <laughs> well... <laughs> Well, the first throw, the first stone has been cast. So I mean, we don't care whether you're the first, the seventeenth, the fifth, whatever it is. We just appreciate anybody listening. We so. don't want the seventy fourth though. So if you're seventy four, get the yeah, fuck out of here. That person can go fuck themselves. <laughs> and then a guy named Phil, Phil P, was having trouble. Uh, Phil P, this sounds like a prank phone call. He was having trouble with a couple of things. One, uh, 
he and a lot, some other people wanted to know what muscle ups are, which we'll get to in a minute. I think we've talked about it on other stuff, so we figured that. Okay, yeah. And then uh, he was also having trouble with doing an uh, an iTunes review. He was having some some technical issues. Okay, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if we've we ever specified you. that it is on iTunes. Maybe he didn't realize that because someone said, "Hey, how about you get an iTunes account and." That would be a good, <laughs> be a good first step. I believe Andre told him that. Uh, so would you like to explain what a muscle-up is to those people out there? We talked about it last episode. Yeah, a muscle-up is basically a pull-up uh, that goes into basically a dip. Like it should, it you should go, be called a dick-up because you're basically trying to get your dick above the pull-up bar. It should be like, it's like you're trying to get your dick level with the pull-up yeah. bar. So you're going, you're doing a pull-up, then going up past, your head above... And then your yeah. dick. It's basically like if you do a regular pull-up, you know how you stop when your chin's above the bar? Well, on this one, you keep going until you are f- you have full extension of your arms above the bar. Muscle-ups, it's a poor name. They need better marketing. Uh, I'm promotion. sure that there's been years of people <laughs> trying to name it different things. Just a weird thing. What do? How do you name it? What's the world record? <laughs> 26. I was how many have you done? How many have you done? I could do five. Well, you're 21 away from the record. It's not that bad. It's not that far away. It's. I mean, there's. If you think of probably the push-up champions doing like a thousand. If you could dedicate, like, no, a lot of your time, do you think you could get close? 20. I think my goal would be 10. One so day. you just want to get half of the record? Yeah. Well, okay. that's not even half, but it's yeah, close to close half. Close to half. Close yeah. enough. I would. I mean, if I can do what Kali Muscle does. Kali Muscle is a guy. He I did, got, what he did? He did twelve. What he did? He did fourteen. Fourteen. He's a guy. I, he's a guy. If you don't know who he is, uh, he's like a big YouTube star. He's insanely jacked, like a beast, like unhuman. Like no human being should look like this guy looks. And it's all built on ramen noodles. Uh, he does a video where he uh, eats a lot of ramen. Like he, he does a fake a video where it's it looks like he's in jail, but he's not or in prison, and he puts three different three different packs of ramen noodles in there, <laughs> which is like eight million grams of sodium, which he claims isn't bad. He likes it. It says, it says that's how you get that's swole. how swole. Swole is his favorite word. Basically, Maybe we'll play some of him on YouTube because he's he's amusing because he's so stupid. He teaches you basically how to get jacked and have a heart attack at the same time. Yeah, because, I mean, do you really want one without the other? <laughs> no. Why not have heart disease while being swole? So you're going to look good <laughs> while you're getting wheeled into that hospital. People <laughs> like, Jesus, a man in your physical shape should not be having heart problems. A little uh, a little note I wrote to myself. Somebody called me out, our researcher is a real stickler, and he said, uh, my usage of the term show notes is confusing because that's what the notes are usually called when you post the podcast. So I'm looking at my notes that's, that's for little... the show in my Word document where I keep uh, Danish and O'Neill and pertinent information. I never had a problem. I never had a problem understanding with When we were at the comedy store uh, last Monday, uh, two Mexican gentlemen walked down the stairs and one of them really uh, gave you the business with his eyes, really mean mugged you. And I, I was wondering maybe oh, yeah. it was a guy from the park who had some problems with you. No, I don't know what that guy's problem was. I guess uh, oftentimes the expression on my face uh, throughout my life has rubbed people the wrong way for no reason. So you just have a face that people want to punch. Sometimes, but other people think it's warm and friendly and very inviting. 
apparently this the Mexican guy. He really gave you a, a looking up and down. Yeah, he does. I, I've had that problem before with Mexicans. Uh, no, just okay. in general, like bars and stuff. What I mean, about I walk with, in and people mean mug me? And what about like they with the ladies? Fight. Uh, the ladies? Well, here's the thing with the ladies. They either love me or absolutely despise me. Ladies Pretty out there? About which it. which is your opinion of O'Neill? Please write in. Do you love them? Do you hate them? Are you indifferent? Do you want more fights? <laughs> do you want... Do you hate O'Neill? Do you love O'Neill? <laughs> do you not give a shit? I wanted to start off with uh, possibly a new segment here on the Danish and O'Neill show. It's Whoa, ex- hold on. We need some theme music for new segment. Can you Breaking new news. segment. It would be nice to get uh, some sounds like that, but since neither of me and you we, are going to do it, all uh, we can do is cue it up on uh, like iTunes or no. I'm get saying some no like, sound effects. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that would require us to go back and edit. <laughs> yeah, which, I don't want to listen to this. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> I lived it. So it's a new. Uh, so since we've. If we haven't talked about it on this show, uh, I'm assuming most of you know our past, but maybe some of you don't. If you're new to the movement, as uh, Tyler said so eloquently. <laughs> Number one fan, Tyler. Woohoo! Um, we, uh, we both came up through the Comedy Store system. The Comedy Store is a comedy club. If you are absolutely new to the world and to this podcast, <laughs> we open mic if there. You, we if both, maybe if you've been locked in a dungeon for 12 years that as a could sex happen. slave. So we, uh, yeah, you could be a sex slave in a dungeon. So we, we both opened mic there. We both worked there for years. And then we were passed by the owner, Missy Shore, Paul no, we Shore's weren't. mother. No, we well, in, in what name. What are you talking about? In name. In title. Like, we weren't really. She, yeah, she didn't want any part of us. Yeah. Well, the then town coordinator, Tommy Morris, real piece of shit, thief, racist, he passed us through. Yeah. And we've performed there on and off ever since. And I would argue. I'd say more on than off. I mean, yeah, there was for, a couple of years off, but yeah. pretty much been a fixture there for a, over a decade. I would argue in the time we've been there, we may know more about that place than anyone else it, during that time. I'm yeah. not saying overall. We're not, I'm not a historian, but. No, a decent amount. But, but you that, claim to be. I do. But yes, the new, I agree. The new segment is, with that long, drawn-out introduction, is Legends of the Comedy Store. And our first legend that we will be talking about tonight is none other than Monkey Bones. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Monkey Bones was this piece of shit. What was he? I, well, guess, his nationality uh, I don't was. know what his ethnicity was, but if I had to guess, for some reason, my mind goes to Serbian. I don't know if that's yeah, true. He's, I, 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 from that area, for sure. And he would sell uh, pornographic lighters he and like paraphernalia. He had a small silver suitcase. It almost looks like a bad guy, would, like if it was bigger. It wasn't even, yeah, it was like the size of a purse. It was almost so. like a lunchbox size. Yes. But more comp, probably more thin, thinner. Filled with like... Uh, penis-shaped lighters. He had some tasers at one point in time. Yeah, titty lighters. He had uh, all sorts titty. of novelty. It looked like he had robbed a Spencer gift, like uh, you know, five dollars section, and really crammed it into this suitcase. Yes. Yeah, no, <laughs> but it was almost like. Then he said, like glow in the dark shit. At some yeah, point? it was like shit that Spencer's gifts. Like this is even too stupid. He may have for even had like laser point. He had like all sorts. He did of, have laser point. He had all sorts of weird. Because he used to shine it on people as they were driving by on Sunset Boulevard. 
So Monkey Bones is a guy. Also, that, he's in his like fifties. Older guy. He had gray. He had salt and pepper hair early on, then fully gray. He wore like As, a Kango hat. He had like a mustache or a goatee, depending on the time of yeah, year. I believe. Real like just stringy, unhealthy. Talk looking. like this, uh, bro, bro. You want the you want the lighter, bro? You want the penis shaped lighter? He was a fixture on the Sunset Strip for years. Like I would see him selling those lighters to everybody. But it came a time when he disappeared. He was there when we opened mic. He was performing uh where he was horrible one of his infamous jokes was hey you know how to spell pussy backwards bro it's do that sound effect you make with your no mouth. that's not the joke it's the not joke the joke is how do you pussy backwards is that's what it is yeah what was the one we did there was something else with a pop in it <laughs> anyway he was a sound effect maestro we used to make fun of him and he once told us that uh if he had our diction that he would be a star <laughs> bro bro if i had diction like you speak the english language bro i'd be started by I'm now i'm not sure he knows what diction is <laughs> i think he does, is, does he mean comedic timing <laughs> so uh and then i remember back in the day it was when we were still open micing uh a guy we've talked about on various shows i don't know if we have on this one james Painter, a legendary comedy store comic yeah. who retired uh, way I don't before know if he retired necessarily. <laughs> he left the game. He left due to complications, <laughs> mental complications, not being able to do, not wanting to do comedy anymore. Uh, but he told O'Neill, "This guy lives in his car with his dogs, and one of them died. Bring it up to him." No, no, <laughs> not one of them died. He lived in the car oh, with one his of them was dogs. Taken away. No, he killed the dog. On purpose? Yeah, because he couldn't he couldn't afford to keep it in the car anymore. What do you mean he killed remember it? Remember we said, why didn't you just give the dog away? I think he killed the dog. He killed it? I thought that was the I don't thing. remember that part of the story. We'll have to get... We'll I, have to I thought either he left it in the car and it died of heat. No. Or it got taken away. I think... Or may, maybe it was taken away and then killed. Either way, the dog died. But I remember Painter going up to me like... This guy hate bring it up to him. You have to do it. And I remember you brought it up to him. I went up to him and said, hey. He wasn't like, happy about it. I said, hey, what happened to your dog? She said, have a sweet dog. And he was and, angry. He's an angry man. And then uh, there was another time, another uh, guy we could do a, probably an hour on is the uh, comedy store in quotes legend, yeah. Paul J. Stansbury, PJ. He got a taser from Monkey Bones and agreed to be tased. Yes. On the front patio of the comedy store, someone, I think they put it like in his side and he dropped down to a knee, but it didn't, it didn't drop. He, he was like, yeah, he was, <laughs> he, was, like, he, ah. was he was woozy. He was definitely woozy from it. He was like, I'll, I, I could get that rape going still. I could still accomplish a rape even if I was tased. Was Ooh, kinda, PG or that you? was his take. Oh, yeah, that, that seemed to be his take. Yeah. And then uh, another infamous story is uh, Zorba, Zorba, an Zorba open the, micer. Zorba the Greek. Zorba the Greek. Oddly enough, not Greek at all. No, a black man. A black man with, uh, he looked kind of like Dwayne Wayne from A Different World slash uh, White Man Can't Jump if he were like fatter, shorter, and had like a little bit of an afro. Yeah. Uh, he, he was a legend. He was in a porno, uh, which he loved to brag about. Freaky Sluts 9, I, I think, think that's it what it was. Claimed he had like 10 inches of dick, and I got so tired of hearing it that I'd be like, all right, then let's see it, and he would never do it. So, I, But I, he could do the splits. He could do the splits, and he claims in the porno, Freaky Sluts 9, he was fucking a woman in the splits. And I, I still don't know how physically how that was possible. <laughs> like if, if like, Sounds like you would crush her. Was it like a Van Damme where like he was on two sawhorses, and then the woman was I don't know how you how how does it, is his dick point directly down off top I must off topic it seems dangerous to do the splits on like 
thing like a like say they move out you're going straight down on your dick and like yeah. all the bones there it's i don't think it's he wasn't even like he wasn't like a thin guy no not what it was 200 and some pounds at least guy wore rings on every finger well, except, except the thumbs because he didn't want to look tacky. That, that's his bit. Classic. That's, that's his over the Greek original. So anyway, this guy, he's since re- relocated to um, San Francisco, I believe. I could be wrong on that. Hey, Zorba, if you listen to the podcast, <laughs> I'm at O'Neill the Athkicker at Yahoo.com. Zorba used to ride a bike to the comedy store with like what we used to tell him was look like a couch cushion that he put on there as a seat because yeah. he had like a bit of a big ass. And we also started a game show called- <laughs> We tried to start. We he, tried to start. It's called- ne- Never found it that amusing. We always said, hey, man, we want to we pitch this show idea to you. It's called Eat Zorba's Ass. <laughs> and we the, the game is, is you ride your bike for like miles and miles. No, he, yeah, he rides his yeah, bike. You, yeah, he rides rides yeah. his bike for miles and miles and then the contestant in like uh, either leather pants or wool you know wool pants or a snowsuit to get then, him nice and sweaty then he takes him down he spreads his cheeks and the contestant stands in like starting blocks like you would in like a sprint <laughs> runs face first with his hands behind his back straight into sort of his ass and starts eating for some reason he never was uh that like he never was that uh <laughs> we used to into pit- the idea we used to pitch it to him like it was a very sincere original <laughs> idea and we did it a lot. The pitch happened like it wasn't just a one time thing. It was like, look, dude. And we would proud be like, look. We would come up with like new rounds and new prizes yeah. and stuff. And we every Very time we get offended, show. we'd be like, look, you're not eating somebody else's ass. <laughs> They're eating yours. <laughs> so anyway, we were out back. I was working the parking lot, and you were working the uh, back door checking IDs, which was a common thing when we worked. It was usually that that uh, lineup. Of yeah. In Zorba, uh, Monkey Bones comes back with the uh, the metal suitcase full of his his wares, his knickknacks, trying to trying to sell his kitsch, <laughs> his dick shaped lighters that he's had his since porn, like the, the late eighties. Porno related everything, and uh, he told Zorba that he reminded him of Godfrey, the comic Godfrey, which apparently struck a chord with Zorba. Which honestly, I mean. That's an insult to Godfrey, to be honest with you. <laughs> so, God, so no, but I'll tell you uh, a, a weird part of the story after. So, Zorba, uh, I think that he throw him against the wall. I know he stripped, no, he the, took, he stripped the suitcase. No, no, the, the suitcase is there. He knocked it off the side. <laughs> dick lighters are going everywhere. everywhere. There's titty dick, lighters, there's, laser pointers, there's lasers. Fake, fake pussy lighters oh, littering the parking lot. All the lot. shit in this, this shitty case are on the floor. And then he grabbed him and was going to punch him. <laughs> We, it's, what do we do? We just sat said, there dying laughing. Said, this is this is awesome. So, uh, Monkey Bones. Why did I never understood why he was called Monkey Bones? By the way, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I have no idea. Bro, I get in an accident and half my body's made from monkey bones, bro. I guess somewhere in Serbia, uh, <laughs> it's probably is the origin of that name. So I he told know. Zorba after the fight, I, I don't know if he was trying to backpedal or if he just felt weird about what would happen, but he's like, bro, I talk about Godfrey from like 1960s, bro, different Godfrey. And he's like, you don't compare me to nobody. Like he just didn't want to be compared. He thought he was so great. I thought it was such an original. My take, I thought it was that he was insinuating that monkey bones thought all black people look that's alike. what zorba's argument was but yeah. he never really came around to any Who's sort of apology Godfrey from 1960s i don't know it's like a serbian comic i don't know what the fuck 
But it was uh, is that all? Oh, and then I monkey bones disappeared from our lo- from our lives for years. Yeah. Then I was driving recently, uh, not too long ago. I told you this, and I see monkey oh, yeah. bones living in his car uh, down by where they filmed Judge Judy at down the Paramount by, lot, living in a van down by Judge Judy, pretty much on Gower. Oh, so monkey man. bones is alive. He had very long hair. Remember, he would dye his yeah. hair jet black every now and Occasionally, then. Occasionally, yeah. Monkey Bones, this one's for you, and that concludes our first Legends of the Comedy Store. Monkey, monkey Bones, what a piece <laughs> of shit. Man. How dare you? Do you have any uh, Do you have any emails to get to? I do, but before that, I want to talk about something that happened yesterday after you left my house. What happened? I went to the mailbox, Okay. and as I'm walking back uh, at the end of my driveway of my house, <laughs> there's this crazy cart lady. She like looks a, at me. Like a homeless person? She's about five feet away from me. She, you mean like a homeless person by cart lady? Yeah, she had a giant cart with a bunch of shit. Okay. And uh, she pulls her shorts down in front of me. Okay. Keep in mind, there's no cars. Blo- this is just free right like out on the na- street. She's naked? So she's, she's her pants are off. Naked? She's looking at naked me. Naked or in underwear? Well, no, no. Pants, yeah, naked from the bottom. Still has a top on. Huge bush? I couldn't look. What'd she look like? She's just like a crazy tan... <laughs> Dirty, filthy, so like a crackhead. Yeah, white? Uh, not not like she Lady. wasn't like super thin or anything. She looked like she was in her mid forties and uh, you know lost her shit. So what happened after you fucked uh, her? So she's <laughs> she's staring at me and uh, she squats down about five feet from her. She take a shit. I thought she was gonna shit. Oh. Instead, she just starts pissing. Oh, and I was like, holy shit! She stares at me. So I caught that the just, whole time. You're just staying still. No, I continue to walk. I walk past her. Like nothing's happening, just a fucking huge. Oh, she know. was like in your driveway area. No, she, I had to walk right. Oh, she was in the middle to, of the sidewalk. Got it. So you had to and, walk, and then it. I had to get to my driveway. Got and it. She was just uh, south of my driveway. Oh man! And but it was weird because there weren't any cars blocking the area. It was just like right out. She's Ugh. like, "Fuck it, I gotta piss." What did it sound like? Just a spray Dude, on was the sidewalk. The, and just splashing, and it was splashing on her legs. You could see like splash on the. What her was her ankles. facial expression? Just serious? No, it was just like, hey, I'm just taking another day at the office. Yeah, it's right. like I literally have to take a piss right now, so I'm just gonna do it. What'd you say? Like, hey, uh, you know, I go. I tip. I had my uh, top hat. I said, "Good day to you, ma'am." <laughs> what a fucking! I didn't. I dude. I was desperately scared that she was gonna take a shit. And that's I was gonna what, throw that's where up. I thought you were going. I thought I was gonna puke. I almost puked at that, but uh, and also. I had to quickly, like, I had to start looking away because I didn't want to see, like, dingleberries hanging or anything. <laughs> oh, man, that, or like a hemorrhoid. Or just, like, like, like wet pussy hair. Pissed oh, pussy my hair God, I might puke. Down. Dude, Jesus it was... Christ. It was vile. What did she do after? She pulled her pants oh, up and I, walked away? It was a long piss, by the way, because I did the <laughs> one glance back. I think she was holding it, like, waiting for someone to take part in it, like you did. I feel like she might, because it was just her and Seems I on the like street. Seems like the way she stopped. She could have waited like, for me to walk by. Or she could have just walked up, like, 10 feet. And she could have just you. not made eye contact with me. Maybe she's trying to get arrested to uh, get like a, somewhere to stay and some food. Man, I feel like a cop would just be like, "Yeah, fuck it." Look. Dude, I've seen guys pissing like literally broad day. I've seen guys yeah. facing the street pissing. Dude, on the corner, Dingus is hanging out on the corner of Hollywood and Franklin. It's a very busy, busy, busy section of Hollywood where there's like six lanes of traffic on every every going every direction. I saw an old man with his dingus out right in the corner there. Homeless. 
No, not he's homeless. Just a regular just, guy. Got to take a piss. Probably a foreigner. Foreigners, uh, I think foreign lands have looser piss rules. They do, especially like uh, Japan is like holes in the street. I've heard or China, one of those. Uh, you go Europe, especially Amsterdam. Walk down the streets, and uh, they just have these like these things that have four holes in it. I think that's like, like a what slight they have partition. In Japan or in yeah, I I, I appreciate Israel's that. Uh, very loose with their uh, you urination laws. You know what though? You sh- or you should just have like some more designated areas. But America's we're very uptight when it comes to uh, any sort of nudity. Any sort of dingus is hanging out, or just titties, or anything. Like you can't even yeah. like other countries. Titties. They have com- they have titty commercials, but we're not allowed that. Like Speaking we can't do anything. Yeah, well, last night, like lady special lady friend was wearing a very provocative outfit. Really? Yeah. What happened? Full. Uh, it was basically it was like a jumpsuit, but it was like full lace. Is this a new thing? Uh, she just got it it's from like some high end designer. Uh, what she has like a designer now, or she just like bought it? From <laughs> she that? bought it from them. Okay. And uh, it's completely see through. Jesus. And uh, she put band aids over her nipples, but. <laughs> made it look even worse wait so you could see the band-aids yes, you could see everything that's a, uh, i said okay if this is how yeah what did was, she say i mean it's fashionable yes but like as a guy as a boyfriend I was, probably should wear like a brassiere maybe with it she was i mean she was like i don't know if i like the look of the band-aids i might just go you know just pure titty what out. yeah jesus man Hey, I guess if that's it's your high thing. fashion. I guess if you're willing to go, and you, you see the the underwear, you know, like it was kind of like skin toned underwear. But I mean, you could see through. I mean, it was like there wasn't. It was almost like you were wearing a screen, like just a screen. I'm gonna like, go out on a limb and say she doesn't mind attention in public. Um, you would think it's, that's just, a, She wasn't even. It's very. It was classy. It wasn't even slutty. It was very like you would think that would classy. be a head turning. Yeah, number. Um, she's she's not necessarily for that. You know, women dress for other women. Yeah, of course. They don't dress for men. And it was definitely she was getting high praise from a lot of women. Uh, but overall, I, I had mixed feelings about it. Do you think I mean, anyone, the titties were out? Do you think anyone thought that she had some sort of like nipple uh, accident? That's why the band aids were there. No, the band aids made the t- nipples just look like nipples, like more distinguishable nipples. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was it was it was a little odd. But, I sometimes uh, go out and uh, a sheer basically like pantyhose as pants and i just put a band-aid over my dick the tip <laughs> just right. but the, the just, shaft is exposed i wrap it i wrap mine in a paper towel <laughs> just uh, i wear so it looks like a leftover cookie from like a church <laughs> yeah, fair. yeah it's like somebody wrapped up a cannoli it was saving it to take home hey cannoli after a dick. party oh dice whoa how did he get a line oh, in jesus here jesus christ that was weird you want to go into a uh, story I got here? Yeah, real quick. I just want to... There is a Steve O'Neill update. Whoa, shit. Uh, Get the music cue. It's the Steve O'Neill update. Do, do, do. Ah, Steve O'Neill now. Uh, he's a, he's a, Steve O'Neill's Ryan's father, if you're late to the movement. He's a sushi chef. He's a sushi chef? He's what? making his own sushi. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going... He's, <laughs> 
don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> but no, no, no. So this guy now is so he's, he's learning he's, to make his own sushi. Yeah. He's not employed. He's, like, he's not employed yet, no. but he might be. I think you have to takes like ten years or something to learn. God goes, bless Steve O'Neill. Man, goes, seventy no. years old is never too late to learn a new trade. 71. I'm gonna learn to make sushi. Seventy-one. Hey, why not start making sushi? So he's like, "Fuck this!" I so can. Where's he learning? Good a book. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 looking at. I don't know where he's getting these books. Can only imagine. I, I'm assuming this book's from like the late 70s. Of course. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Which is probably everything in there is probably like either bad for you, out of date, or dude, both. I don't know where. So he's buying this fish. I said you have to buy sushi grade fish, but he's like. No, you don't. He's buying this fish that isn't sushi. <laughs> he might be just, catching his own like from the sewers. Well, his thing is he like wants to find out where all the high end sushi restaurants get their fish. So he, he's doing like an investment. Investigation. What's so, he calling him? No, he's like my. He sends my mom on the because he refuses to touch computers or fuck with the internet. Why is that? Just you think he's he like I've gone long enough. It's witchcraft. I don't know why. Like why? If you're willing to make your own sushi, why not? You know, dip your toe into the internet. He's missing out on some porno in the last years of his life that would really shock. Dude, him. how about this? He's missing out on everything. Don't you think, I Steve O'Neill? Por- I think the porno is the most important. <laughs> Steve O'Neill's. L- <laughs> This guy reads loves, out of an almanac. He loves knowledge. The so computer. He would, he could spe- I think he worries that he would spend the rest of his days just locked into that computer. Could be, yeah. He knows how much he thirsts for knowledge. <laughs> He'd be looking for sushi, for falcons, for Dude, whatever he, came into his head. I think the best thing for him would be the dark, the dark web, the deep dark web. He would probably find it. Or it would find him. It would be yeah. like, hello, Steve. It's about time. <laughs> Come join us. <laughs> Who's talking to me? So, uh, have you seen this sushi? No, but my mom's had it. She's eating. She's it. still alive. That's adventurous. Uh, eating. Yeah. So I, I'm worried that the both it's of them are going to get some sort of crazy. I think he might be just going to like Albertsons and buying the fish that's on ice and eating <laughs> it raw. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I would assume that is what he's doing. My mom claims great sushi. Really? <laughs> he says fuck. That like two year apprenticeship bullshit you got to go through in Japan. He's like, fuck that. My sushi's as good as any of the top sushi. So shows. he can roll it. Does he have the rolling like the bamboo paper they use? You no, know, he's rolling it on his own. He's and you. He's treating the like. Is he rolling it like a joint? Like it's long and thin sushi. <laughs> no, he's like part of it's tapered off. The other end's like bl- the rice is blowing out. He's licking it like the joint to keep it together. He's like an amateur uh, guy. You know, it's like we roll a joint. I remember when I went to Amsterdam with my buddies and we tried, neither of none of us could roll a joint. I rolled this joint. It was like, had a big lump in the middle. <laughs> I never knew how to roll Part it. of it was just falling out of the end. I could never roll could a never joint. Roll. I was never much of a smoker to even like care to. Like, and there was always other guys who would yeah. do it. Like I those, just, those guys are very like particular. So like they would always. Yeah. Now it, we saw some of our comic buddies. They have these things called cones. I think we're both. Oh, uh, the cones! The Amsterdam. That's cones. That's all they had. It's basically you would buy, like an ice cream cone. You just stuff it, right? Yeah, you could buy pre-wrapped or pre-rolled shit. How all does the it time. seal? In the end, you just twist it. No, no, the cone's already done. Oh, it's already made. You buy it. Yeah, oh, it's like pre-made. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember though, we saw Ari was smoking. Uh, I don't know if it's new. Out oh, there. maybe he made his own cone. I don't know if it's out there that Ari Shafir smokes marijuana. Yeah, we but, might want to uh, ask him first if we want people to know that. He, uh, I think he had some sort of conical device, and I've seen him tweet like, "If you don't have cones, then uh, I'm not interested in your smoke shop." So, just telling you. Our thing is, if uh, for the Danish and I, if you want us to smoke weed, it better be dipped in PCP. Yeah, we want to get lunched. Yeah, we want to get wet. You better dust it. We want to get wet. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we don't, don't. That shit ain't dusted. Don't even bring it to us. If it ain't dusted, it ain't trusted. <laughs> <laughs> we like that twelve hour. We like to get lunched for twelve hours at a time. I want to take on police and uh, have take like fifteen cops to bring me down. And for some reason, and all the shows we've seen about PCP. And the several of them, guys start thinking they know martial arts when they don't. Yeah. They get into stances. Weird side effect of, uh, <laughs> I think that's Steven Seagal must be on a constant PCP high. He could be he for the last. he knows. That fat fuck. You, hey, Seagal, go fuck yourself, yeah. you fat hey, sack Steve, of shit. you know where we are. You want to roll? Let's fucking do this. Some guy was trolling me on Twitter. I did an anti-Seagal tweet, which we've been known to do, and he said he could kick your asses. I didn't really... Uh, Seagal could? I guess this guy's pro Seagal. I mean, technically, he probably could. But I don't whatever. know if he could. At this, po- at this point, I don't know. Unless I mean, we ran at do- him straight and did flips when he touched our wrists, I don't know if he could. At this I point. would run from him for about a block, and when he got winded, I would run back and kick him in the face. I would whip his titties. Uh, I would take his shirt off, tie his hands behind his back, and whip his bare titties with a Slim Jim. If I knocked him out, I would stand on his shoulders, and I would peel that fucking pelt off of his head you would, would you keep it i think it'd be glue you would just see like glue just being pulled apart <laughs> maybe some nails oh i would keep yes of course i would keep it would you piss on his bare head yeah i would turn it into a hat and i would wear it <laughs> a seagal skin cap yeah <laughs> that would be sweet That'd man be that would be sweet <laughs> seagal skin cap if anyone sees him and can do that please email that to uh great, be the greatest celebrity uh item of all time <laughs> seagal's tuper so i want to go into this story this yes. story i found a while ago i don't know if it's i don't think it'll infuriate you it'll probably uh titillate you and bring back <laughs> like some uh, some good memories you know what's been titillating me lately is what's this that? peppermint soap i'm using really what is this about uh they should be i get it at trader joe's but they sh- what they should put a is warning it shaped is shaped like a candy cane, so you can no, shove it up your asshole. Just this peppermint okay. in it; it's all natural. But what they should say is keep it out of your asshole because I have like a third degree peppermint burn on my asshole from <laughs> Jesus, this soap, man. Dude, it was killing. What, what are you shoving the bar in there? Like no, I'm washing my ass. No, but do you put it on the hands or you put the bar in the ass? <laughs> Shove the bar in the asshole <laughs> and hold it. How long do yeah, you hold it I don't, for? I usually buy. I first I carve it into a dildo because I like to clean deep inside. <laughs> what are you in prison? You're doing soap carvings. <laughs> I would women. If you're out there, it's the Castile soap. Do not use it on your vagina. I'm worried for you. Yeah, that'll be spicy. If it's it's really, it, I felt like somebody poured salsa in my asshole. <laughs> I once uh, fucked a girl around the holidays. Remember, like, the big, thick uh, candy canes? Like, this is, like, a big, long cylinder. Yeah, yeah. I once fucked a girl with that, and she died. <laughs> what, I killed her? <laughs> she killed her? How did she die? I guess pep- the peppermint... What, I guess was it was an AIDS I guess her cane? vagina was allergic to candy cane, and just she just died just instantly. Got- it was an awkward okay. funeral. Her family wasn't happy with it. Well, if you're going to fuck a woman with a candy cane, (laughs) put a condom on the end of it. So this story is uh, it's from Pop Sugar. I think they're associated with MSN. Use a lot of their their shit. Just very classic uh, journalism there. Yeah, some of the best. I think Woodward and Bernstein, they were writing for Pop Sugar for a while. This is a short one. It's a short story, but I think it's going to bring back uh, a memory from your uh, days. Okay. And uh, the first sentence, another week, another daycare is facing criminal charges, this time for running a fight club. (laughs) The star fighters. (laughs) 
Oh, I like that. The Starfighters, toddlers between the ages of four and six. Oh. Very specific Kumite that you have to, they may want to see your birth certificate to make sure you... Four uh, and six? Well, I think maybe because that's... Is, is that because there's probably a uh, size... Uh, similarities between four and six you i would go. say it may just well yeah and it may be like a daycare that's separated into ages because you don't yeah. want four and six year olds say they like beat the shit out of, you know or that's amazing so it says according to the prosecutors footage of group melees of one-on-one battles was captured on snapchat with teachers egging the children on to push and <laughs> shove one another <laughs> i fucking love it we <laughs> I gotta get some of this footage. The reason behind the violence may have been influenced by the Brad Pitt and Edward Norton film Fight Club. Oh, are you kidding? So they're okay. You fucking sons of bitches. People weren't fighting children, dude. You don't think Indian kids, Native Americans, or any fucking generation they were, always fought children? You were making your sister fight yeah. before Fight Club, motherfuckers. You, you may want to sue the movie. Fucking. Jesus Christ. How old was your sister when you put her to the test against the kids around her age, boys mainly? Probably like, yeah, she's probably between four and six. How it was a record. So you could have been a manager. You could have been the Freddie Roach of this day. If I would have known, yeah, if I would have known this, I would have, I would have watched, maybe pl- uh, picked up a couple of decent prospects, trained you, them. You were more the Don King, though, because from the sounds of your sister was losing, you would break it up and restart the fight to increase her odds. <laughs> I was a Don King meets <laughs> Freddie Roach. So you would not I would train. I was in her corner, and I would shout out. You know, the other kids were at a disadvantage because they didn't have anyone in their corner. And you would instigate the fights, but then if you weren't liking what was going yes. on, you would hit the reset. Like it's it like was boxing. <laughs> it, it was it was it was slightly rigged, but the fighting was action packed. Rumor decent. has it is your catchphrase was only in Indiana, and you just yeah. repeated over and over. <laughs> so it says an employee, Erica Kenny, twenty two, was heard in the video clips. Referencing the popular movie to encourage children to fight, prosecutor said. Wait, did they show this video, the movie, to these kids? How would they know the reference? Uh, I think the prosecutors, like, they just, I don't know, it's probably put, maybe she's like, the number one rule of daycare fight club is we never talk, we drink our apple juice and then we don't talk about fight you club. Don't tell your parents about fight club. <laughs> probably. So then it says uh, she's since been fired, which is shocking. Well, Along- uh, you know, I think they should have just given her one strike. <laughs> Maybe she already had <laughs> <laughs> Fifth strike. So she's been fired along with another teacher and faces fourth degree child abuse. Fourth degree black belt charges? And third degree endangering the welfare of a child charges. Although none of the children were injured in this specific incident, officials are investigating to see if the fights took place on more than one occasion. It's making me freak out. I am concerned. One mom with a three year old at the center said, I'm shocked and disgusted. And the article says, So are we. <laughs> I'm ex- that mother's freaking out. So this is like a this is an ongoing battle. It seems that daycares like this is not a one time deal. Be careful where you send your kids to daycares, man. Yeah, it you seems might. Like shit's getting crazy. I tell you what, you, they might turn into badasses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not opposed to it. You you like the story? Yeah, you're pro. I'm pro fighting at daycare. Okay, they should send these kids to the Woburn YMCA, uh, where I saw that wooden octagon. Yeah, I'm, or, I'm, or build the wooden octagon in this place. How is this any different? Remember that? Uh, remember that documentary we saw, or like a clip of uh, a guy who was fighting his daughter in jujitsu. Or they were doing MMA battles. She was like seven, eight. Yeah, I think some people were upset about that. But that was legal. Yeah. How is this not legal? Well, I think the parents because they know don't about know it. anything about it. <laughs> the kids don't aren't really willing to do it. <laughs> 
kids have no training and adults <laughs> pushing them to do it. Like, so they're like, okay. There's no officiating. There's no, I think it's unsanctioned, maybe. maybe there were no I like ma- it. I'm, I'm definitely for it. Okay, do we have time for another Pop Sugar story? Yes. Uh, so this one, another Pop Sugar, it's... Uh, Always. First sentence, plenty of schools have made headlines for controversial dress code restrictions from deeming leggings inappropriate to kicking students out of school for their hairstyles. But one high school in the UK is gaining extra attention this week for its dress code ruling against tight pants on female students. By the way, I love... <laughs> I love your. I love your. <laughs> My news because it really slants the story in a very <laughs> negative direction. Well, wait till you hear this. This story gets crazy. Okay. So that sounds like that sounds pretty normal, right? Yes. It's like, hey, girls, don't wear pants. We don't want to see your camel toes. Yeah. But it goes on to say they didn't cite the usual in quotes distraction to fellow students as the reason for it. What was it? The reason they claim that they want these chicks to stop wearing tight pants. Is for the sake of the male teachers. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is this? So these, so the male teachers get—they're getting too horny, so man. He, so somebody went to be like, "Look, these high school chicks—they're really making my cock rock hard, and I need you to have them stop wearing these fucking pants." Excuse me, headmaster. This is insane. Excuse me, headmaster. Can we address something here? <laughs> what is it? Is it pedophile high? What school is uh, it? It's, let me see. Or is what it all it's of called? Them? No, this is one school in England. This is insane. Uh, Trent. When, there, when there's a th, is, is it Trentham or Trentum? Uh, Either or. Trent, Trentham, Trentham, Trentham. Trentham High School in Staffordshire, England. Okay. So uh, during the first day of classes, ten female students were made to change pants after school headmistress, Doctor Rowena Blencow. Headmistress. Headmistress. All right. Told them that their tight slacks would distract their male instructors. <laughs> unlike skirts, what? unlike skirts, also banned by the headmistress due to unnecessary skin display. So he's a real Puritan, which can be measured in terms of inches from the knees or fingertips. The fit of students' trousers is up to interpretation by the school staff. Dude, so wait, so is this school like? Is this where all the guys with sexual uh, misconduct charges end up teaching? I believe it is. Yeah, that's insane. So you're putting it on this child. You're basically saying, hey, if you get molested by these teachers, it's your fault. This is a classic, You, you, what you wore got you raped scenario. It's, Who is this fucking lady? It's actually called MLHS, uh, Megan's Law High School. Where Jesus Christ. This fucking cunt should be thrown out on her ass. You, you've, got, you've employed a bunch of fucking perverts who were complaining about, oh, I can almost see your pussy through the fucking jeans. And I have to take breaks between teaching geometry to go jerk it in the fucking bathroom. What a bunch of fu- Who the fuck is this fucking lady? It's, Seriously. It's Dr. Rowena Blencow. <laughs> yeah, she's a cow, all right. <laughs> when you, my thing is, is when you bring up kids like this, they're gonna they're gonna get crazy because if you take things away that are normal, they're just gonna pursue like crazy shit. Huh? Not to mention this lady, I guarantee, is into like bestiality or so. like when you're fighting yes. this hard against like stuff that's pretty normal now. I bet she has like a uh, she has probably a petrified horse cock that she uses as a dildo. Or she may like eat shit or something. There's something weird Dude, about this lady. Also, you're putting the blame on children. Instead of saying, hey, you fucking scumbag perverts, how about you not stare at their fucking assholes? 
it's crazy. So it said this is already causing problems, making students feel targeted because of their body yeah. shape. I was with a girl wearing exactly the same pair of trousers because I have slightly larger legs than her. I was told my trousers. I like the usage of trousers. Trousers repeatedly. just sound so. It sounds like so, like like business pants yeah. to me. Or like, it sounds so un. Uh, it, it sounds like khakis. Like you're not like you're never like. Oh look at that chick in those fucking tight trousers. Uh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Bend over in those tight trousers. So this chick with the bigger legs and ass was told my trousers are too tight and that I must go home and change. 15-year-old student Harriet Dale said in a Yahoo interview, I know I've got slightly bigger legs than some people. It doesn't need pointing out. Yeah, that's right. It does not. So it says that sort of thing is not apparently what concerns Dr. Blencow, (laughs) who's shown exceptional concern with girls' dress code standards. It's not pleasant for male members of staff and students. It's not pleasant. (laughs) It's not pleasant because it turns them on. I, I mean, if I were a male student there, it would be very pleasant for me. I don't know. I'd be like, hey, lady, don't talk for me. Yeah. I'm trying to fuck. <laughs> yeah, don't cock hey, block me. Just because this fucking 40-year-old pervert can't fuck this 14-year-old girl. I'm 14. Doesn't mean I can't. Just because Professor Dumbledore over here can't control his magic yeah, wand. How is this my problem? Can you imagine these fucking scumbags that are teaching in this fucking place? Oh, I can, I'm picturing bad teeth. <laughs> Sorry if you're a listener in England. You I just picture them <laughs> drooling, staring at all these fucking girls. Look it's at, disgusting. Look, Look at this bird. Uh-huh. Do you think that they're like, oh, this fucking, did you see, what's her name? She, wore, she wore it on purpose. Her trousers she wore this outfit are on so purpose. tight that <laughs> I am getting tight in my trousers. Hello, lovey. Nice trousers there. Look at, did you see the thighs on her? I would love to stick my 50-year-old dick inside there. Be cool, mate. Here comes Dr. Blencow. <laughs> All of a sudden, we're, uh, those were Australian. Uh, they're doing an exchange program. Australian old, teachers. Old Blencow is like the fucking. Blencow. She's the old mean. Uh, she's the, the crazy Joe Crazy Joe from Lean on Me, but instead of, <laughs> yeah, instead of enforcing violence, she's taking care of. What a fucking cunt. So it says... Um, so that's what she said. The girls have to walk upstairs and sit down. It's a complete distraction, according to Dr. Blencow. Yeah. But should the well-being of distracted male, male teachers be the focus here, or is the implication that they're staring at students' body concerning in itself? Let us know what you think in the comments. Ooh, let's look at those comments. Dude, do you think that it's possible for us to get some sort of journalism journalist credentials to like call these people and interview them and then play it on here? <laughs> <laughs> I think we could pretend we have credentials. I would love to hey, do that. Hey, this is the Danish from Danish, you know, Neil, calling uh, from the, the from the Hot Spartan, Wire News, calling from the Spartan Studios. Hey, for Bl- Doctor Blencow, is this Blencow? <laughs> you fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Hang up the phone. And uh, you want to hear some comments? Some of these are long, though. This I lady, mean, I have a feeling that the same. Chastity Colander. Uh, it says for some reason next to her name, bakery slash deli at Hank's Foods. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Is that where she was when she it's, posted it this? It says every girl's beautiful no matter what size they are. That's just one comment in there. Okay, well, I think she's missing the point here. I understand what she's saying. But I, I just took but, one line, though. I yeah, don't know what else. Okay. She said, this is bad. I'm sorry. Blah, 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 blah. There should only be female employees if this is a bad, you know, whatever. Uh, Melinda... Friend Day from Charlotte, North Carolina. I guess the young ladies should just wear a burqa. Everything else has been deemed off limits. Ooh. <laughs> Cutting Ed. Margaret Gus says, go to middle or high school and look at how the majority of girls dress. You won't be calling them young ladies. Oh, this lady's pro. Oh, whoa. Margaret whoa. Gus. Dude. I think what the biggest problem, prude. though, here is what that prude. He, she claims you're going to be distracting the male teachers. <laughs> this is, you know what I mean? 
Whoa, this chick replies to Margaret, uh, um, to this lady, Margaret Gust. I wear a pair of leggings, which cover your legs and aren't see-through and weren't even tight. I'm a little person and they were big on me. She's a midget? And they, and they made my She's mother midget? bring me loose-fitting jeans. I'm sorry, but if you were born before 1985, you wore skirts to school and got away with it. Yeah. Dude. She, she goes on. That's a long one, but uh, see if there's any other. No, not, not a lot of men reading these pop sugar articles. <laughs> well, we're the voice of the men. Let's leave a comment. Carolyn Snow says, unless you're in France, where wearing a long skirt can also get you sent home to change because it's too Muslim. You know what we should do? What we need to start doing is posting comments like, good for you, blood cow. You you go for it. These little sluts. Just just, troll. Just be pop sugar troll. Oh, Margaret Gust. I think Margaret Gust could be a troll because she comes back to answer, why is everyone blaming the male teachers? Have you been to high school recently or even middle school? These young girls today are proud to be sexy objects and display their wares for everyone to view. It is distracting for everyone, not just male teachers, when the kid can barely walk because the jeans are so tight and the cleavage is on display. Why do the parents allow this? Hey, fuck you, Margie, Margie. I got news for you. They're They're still jeans. How fucking much can you see? By the way, when I was in high school, this lady chicks who, dressed crazy as well. I think this lady's like looking at people with cerebral palsy. I've never seen chicks with jeans that they can't walk. What's Besides Mark? that, they're still fucking jeans. Not like they're naked. Plus, kids are kids, man. When you're in high school, like half of my day was spent thinking and looking at chicks' titties. Half? Maybe my entire. I had boners. Non- I couldn't wear shorts. I didn't wear shorts. From first through twelfth grade, I never wore shorts once because I was had the boners, and the shorts couldn't conceal the boner. Plus, to both Margaret and the lady who answered her, in the eighties, chicks wore tight fucking jeans. Yeah, like it's it's returned to that style. Like it wasn't people weren't wearing fucking mom jeans back then. They were showing no, off that fucking that assholes. A and that A and V. Yeah, <laughs> that's why if you were in the AV, angry, AV angry, club, angry vaginas. <laughs> So that uh, that's a controvert, too controversial pop shirt. Controversial, <laughs> controversial. How much time do we have? Uh, we have uh, about thirteen minutes. We got to get uh, a call in, I think, too. We also need to get uh, to this these emails that I've gotten. Can you uh, can you keep it to like? Uh, I'll keep it just yeah, eight or less. Edward B. Eddie His last B. name isn't B E E. Eddie B. B. Is he related to the Franny B. He sent us uh, just a very, very nice email. Sometimes Jeff and I, we go up uh, late night at the comedy store. We perform. Uh, we're not given the best of spots, we'll say, but we we take what we get. Yes, and sometimes there's maybe only 10 people, and there's, sometimes Eddie, there's less. Apparently, Eddie B., I, I've been privy to this email. Uh, O'Neill shared it with me. Eddie B., just uh, he's a random guy, no clue who we were, and he happened to be in the room at the comedy store when we were there, and this is what he, uh, and then he, he tracked, tracked O'Neill down. Yeah. Onto a podcast where he got the O'Neill the Ass Kicker email. Eddie B was moved, and what did he write to you? And he wrote, a few months back, I went to see a show at the Comedy Store. There was an assortment of comp- the comics. Duncan Trussell was there. Who people claim I look like, which I don't think I do. Ian Edwards was there. I don't look like. Great guy. And the headliner of the night that night was George Wallace. 
I remember that night. They called George Wallace the Reverend. He's an old school guy. Performs in Vegas. He said those three guys were good. Not knocking them. But then around a uh, quarter to midnight or maybe 1 a.m. <laughs> I'm going to say 1 a.m. <laughs> there was this really sad former biology teacher with kind of a Joel McHale look. Still, we have no idea who that is. Yeah, we don't know if this is Eddie B. I don't know if he was on uh, acid or something because we have no clue who that we is. Know, yeah, I don't know. Eddie so, B., if you are listening, please uh, tell us. There was one guy who we thought it was, but it, it turns out it probably was not. So then... Uh, he, this guy came on and killed the evening. Totally sucked the fun out of the room. He was completely down on himself, bombing it. <laughs> Which happens. At the comedy store, there, there are those kind of performers that uh, can yes. frequent every now and then. But then you guys came on. The Danish and O'Neill. What a spectacle, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way of putting it. You two took to the stage, each of you with drink in hand, and proceeded to decimate. I remember that night, we, uh, we, for some reason, I think one of the bartenders we knew was working, and he was just feeding us free yes. drinks. And he said, there must, uh, must have been a little over 10 people. That might be being generous. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, we're, no, we're not, we're not said, no stranger to that site. He said, no more than 15. <laughs> Thank you, Eddie. <laughs> that might be way too generous. But you guys killed. There were these two guys. One of them had a quintessential pop-collared 80s look in the corner trying to heckle right in front of my friend and I. And you guys tore through them, just destroyed them utterly. <laughs> said I never laughed. Doesn't sound like us. Said I never laughed so hard or so long before in my life. And you guys did, did your bit. Wait. After you guys did your bit, my friend and I left. And then I drove back. And I told my friend, dude, anytime Dana O'Neill at the comedy store, we have to go see them. I haven't been to the comedy store since, but I discovered you guys on SoundCloud. I'm currently listening on episode two, so I'm sure by... This was two weeks ago. And uh, it just goes on. He got our email, and uh, he's, he enjoyed it. Well, Eddie, if you uh, get caught up, this is episode 11. Thank you for that those kind words. And we are at the comedy store. We, we usually are there Monday nights when... Uh, it's like after the open mic, uh, pay, the paid regulars, what they're called, can perform. We're usually there Monday, and then yeah, he. I think he also asked how he knew when, when and where we'd be performing. Uh, it's usually the day of the comedy store tweets out yes who will be performing typically. So. Um, we're usually uh, we're usually in that late night. Uh, yeah, section. if you want to see us destroy usually, people, I mean always. <laughs> uh, the next email comes from Jake. Uh, Jake is well. I don't know how I feel about this, but. He's uh, He goes, hello, Doc. I'm a 20-year-old listener, and I'd like to credit you and your fellow podcasters for practically raising me and installing <laughs> the proper morals. I think you meant instilling, but installing the proper morals a man needs to survive in this world. Jesus, Zach. Because Zach Lunch, producer uh, for Andrew DeWitch. Now, I, I appreciate Jake, but I'm also scared that... You may need to seek out some other role models <laughs> just to get well-rounded. <laughs> I'm worried about the morals that we've installed in you. Jesus, to think that anyone is taking uh, uh, some of this stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you listened to us, but I'm worried. Thank you, Jake, but you may want to talk to... Somebody, and so then he goes on. Okay. He uh, he's proud of a picture and uh, th- he thinks he wants to th- submit an urban dictionary definition. Okay, what's he got? Uh, so the picture is of him. He convinced his, his girlfriend to grow out her, bu- her bush. Oh, a little you showed bit. me this, and so he basically put his face there. His bush, the bush is right under his nose, and it looks like he has a mustache. And this guy's a real prankster and uh, real, real pussy pranks. He uh, <laughs> he said uh, that it took him a while to convince his girlfriend to do it, she wasn't happy about it but <laughs> I, I wish
wish that, that people would send instead of the pictures, the tapes of them trying to to convince these people to <laughs> yeah, do this. That would almost be more entertaining. <laughs> like, come on, it's gonna be so great. She's like, I don't know, it doesn't really sound that. Are you kidding me? He's gonna love it. <laughs> She's like, stop it, I don't want to do it. He's like, you're gonna fucking do it. You're gonna do it. I'm gonna take you to dinner at that place. I'm like, hiding all the razors and all the scissors, and you're not gonna cut that bush. Fine. He uh, wants me to give him a shout out. Call him Jake the Ass Kicker. Jake, we uh, we love you. Uh, we're also concerned for you. <laughs> There's uh, love and concern your way from Danish and O'Neill. And, uh, you know, like we said, you may want to just, you know, listen to like a Dalai Lama speech <laughs> or something. Just a little bit. Just, yeah, just be something. a little well-rounded. Uh, also, Stephen T sent this great thing. He goes, I'm sure uh, this fucker will delete my comment, but I took a screenshot so I could send your your way. Um, he sent this. This is on a, Steven Seagal's official uh, Facebook. Is him with a dog on his lap. And uh, Steven said, Mr. Seagal only uses the finest animal pelts for his hair plug. <laughs> he even raises them Steven, by hand. This is Steven the commenter, yeah. not Steven Seagal. No, and he, goes, he even raises them by hand. <laughs> <laughs> Puppy dog hair piece. Hashtag PETA. <laughs> Steven, that's a good one. I appreciate that. Dial on 800 Steven Segal. That's great. I was dying. <laughs> uh, so, you know our buddy Josh in Australia, who's a yeah, reality yeah. show TV last, home makeover star? Last episode or two episodes ago, I can't remember which. Yes. He said, Who is this guy? So, he, he, gave, he let me know who he is. Okay. He goes, This is Josh here from Josh and Jenna. Just thought I'd write a quick email to answer your questions. He's like, yes, I've been on three renovating TV shows <laughs> wow. here in Oz. This guy's a real renovator and a mover. Uh, he's like, over the past few years, but they're currently not filming anything. Uh, my wife, Jen, is an interior designer, and I'm a plumber. We have an interior design renovation cons- consulting business called Bicker Design due to, the, due to the fact that we're known for bickering a lot on the TV show. I saw a picture of him. Uh, he does not look like your stereotypical plumber. No, he does not. And he says uh, that he's been a huge fan of him since uh, Boner City and he's here to stay. He says, he says, Jen only listens if I force her. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whilst I'm, whilst I'm driving, no girls allowed. <laughs> hey, Jen. Caps. Hey, Jen, if you can't handle it, <laughs> you stay. If you can't handle the plumbing in the kitchen, stay out of the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> I will continue to support the Danish O'Neill lifestyle, hence why I made my own Twitter uh, at Plumber Deno to avoid getting in trouble for retweeting things like. <laughs> A squat, squatch getting a BJ. <laughs> Old sa- I posted a thing on Instagram yeah. about a Sasquatch. Uh, that was me getting a BJ. Uh, he's like, by the way, some of the video skits on your website uh, aren't available to view online in Australia. Like the Ari Shafir skit, etc. would be great to view them. If you know how, I have no idea how. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think you're going to have to fly to America or a country that supports those videos. He says, if we're ever in Melbourne, we ought to head down there. And there's a YMCA I- I- there. I really do need a show where I just go to worldwide YMCA's. That would be great. And another, he said, another word for cunt is mole. Mole? Uh, mole. Mole, M-O-L-E. Yeah, in Australia is mole. So and, what if you're uh, like, look at this mole to the doctor? Does he think you're going to whip out your pussy? <laughs> another great one. This is great. He's like, another funny one is a wristy. Just a hand job. That's what I was saying. When you said that, that's what I thought it was. Pretty, pretty right. He said, this is a common term. Pretty right for a wristy. <laughs> What does that mean? Like, I'm, I'm feeling good for yeah, one? Yeah, like, hey, I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm down for one. Like, I'm up for... Hey, Mike, pretty right for pretty a wristy. Right for the wristy. Hey, it, why don't you jack me off now? Um, And uh, Bobby A. 
He said he sent uh, a picture of his ex. Who's a lovely looking woman. Uh, you know what I love? He sent a picture and she's got some great tan lines. And there's, I don't know, maybe it's because I grew up in the 80s. But I love chicks with fucking tan lines, man. Jesus. I fucking love them. Um, and then uh, I got some tan line titties. Just uh, some tan line titties. Some guy uh, has been watching my 600 pound life and he stumbled across a new term that he'd like to take the world by storm. Not unlike the. <laughs> world famous beef cannons which by the way was taken when i posted it <laughs> yeah someone asked on twitter uh, he, he, oh he's he, he's dealing with the same problems i did he goes much to my chagrin the term had already been th- thought up by uh, the geniuses at urban dictionary no but there's no worse feeling in the world than submitting a term yes. it's already there it was called a thicep which is great it's uh i'm assuming it looks a thigh that's so big it looks like a yes. bicep and also, uh, Josh, our buddy Josh from Australia, we'll get to this next week. He sent a great article about sex robots that we have to discuss. Oh, I heard uh, somebody, the, my researcher said somebody was discussing that. On the- okay, well, I'm going to leave it at there because I still have many more to go. Yeah, tease Je- it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you send me an email in the past few days or last week, I will get to it. It's I've just, just been uh, overloaded. There's a backlog. Yes. But you'll, you'll be good to get there. And I have a Y report that I'm going to tease for next time. And thanks to everybody who sent them in and keep them coming. There's crazy shit going on at the Y these days that What's I need to get down? off my chest. I'm going to wait. I don't know okay. if I have proper time. What, how much time do we have? We have three minutes. we got to get to a we call. We have other stuff to do, too, tonight. We have to get to a call. <laughs> oh, Ladies sorry. and gentlemen, I've just been given the nod by our producer, it? Zach Crunch. Not Zach Lunch. Oh, I think I know who's calling. It is. Who do you think it is? <laughs> Just go. I'm like, I mean, because if it's not, then it's not going to work. It is a legendary fighter, the no, no, star no. of the new movie Kickboxer. It is George St. Pierre. George Rush St. Pierre. Whoa, GSP calling in? Yeah, guys, it's very good to hear from you. I have not. Uh, Wait, you called us, George. Uh, it's great to hear from you. It's uh, Sometimes I get the phrases backwards, but it is good. And uh, you have caused a problem in my family because of uh, my cousin, uh, what he says to you on this show. What? The, oh, my God. Whoa. What we're, happened? We're sorry about that. Uh, what did happen, George? Uh, my cousin Luke, uh, when he was in Thailand, he said some uh, things. He's here now, and uh, we are going to try to uh, hash it out, uh, as you say. It, Luke, are you there? And uh, it's sound- last crazy. time we talked to you, it sounded like you were homesick. You were with George in this Thailand. This is like the Dr. Phil show. Uh, Luke, are you there? Uh, hello, this is Luke. Luke, good to hear from you. Are you back in Canada? And if so, uh, are you feeling better? It seemed like you were a little down and out when we heard uh, from you. I am back, uh, but I have lost my landscaping business because uh, George would not allow me to come back uh, despite the fact that it was uh, falling apart. Uh, he needed me there to film sex acts with him and uh, Jean. That is not true, Luke. Uh, we have been over this. Uh, your landscaping business was going down the, the carapper before the trip, and uh, you did not have to film anything. You told me you liked it. I, I did not want to because I feared that you and Gene would uh, lash out at me because I am not a trained fighter. I could not defend myself. Uh, his name is Jean. I've told you this over uh, and over again. Guys, uh, it seems like... Uh, I, uh, I fear every day for my life uh, because George uh, with the drugs is uh, very unpredictable. George, is that oh true? Oh my gosh, George, <laughs> crazy. George, are, have what? you threatened Luke's life and are you doing a lot of drugs lately? 
Uh, it is true that I do not threaten his life, but... Uh, uh, yes, you do. You do it all the time. And my business was booming. And then uh, you say, hey, come for two-week vacation. It turned into three months and my business fell apart. Shut your mouth before I kill you. Uh, right? Uh, Whoa, that sounded wow. like a threat Whoa, right there. Jesus. Uh, please, I see what Luke's saying. Uh, this is a cry for help. I am being abused and I need help. This sounds like a bad wow. relationship, I wish, George. I wish we were there to pour this poor Luke. I feel terrible. George, for what him. drugs are you doing? And it sounds like it's affecting not only your own life but people around you, like Luke. Uh, I have been taking the kitty litter. I've uh, been oh experimenting with other things. I've been. Uh, uh, I, George has forced me to take a lot of PCP. He dips the cigarettes that he now smokes in it, and he called, he says that he's getting lunched. Right now, I am so lunched. It's like a, a plate of poutine fries are in front of me. I'm so wet right now, and not talking about uh, the vagina, talking about uh, the state of mind. I am fearful because I saw him. A neighbor's cat came into his yard, and he broke its neck. Wow. George. Jesus Christ. Jesus You gotta Christ. get off the PCP, man. George St. Pierre, according to his cousin Luke, is allegedly doing a lot of PCP. Wow. George just uh, yeah, I, seconded that, and he sounds like he broke their neighbor's cat. The first time I did it, he said, do you want to get wet? And I thought we were going swimming, and instead he gave me cigarette dipped in PCP. Luke, before this, your life was nothing. You were a straight-A student, had your own business, successful, had a wife and children, and now you're having fun with me doing a PCP you are opening your eyes to the world around you I'm not having fun I have lost everything that I have worked my whole life for and now I am an addict and I am very scared this is wow this is another wow, chapter wow. This is the GSP family is falling apart this is the St. Pierre's are uh, they may need their own reality show it sounds like things are just getting this sideways on George, George and Luke George and Luke. Oh my God! You may want to go on Josh and Jenna's show in Australia. See if we can build a, a renov- house. Yeah, a renovation <laughs> show. Wow. Well, guys, I think that's all the time we have for that's you. Crazy. Well, please, yeah, guys, work it out. Feel free to call us, and we'll try to help you. But I don't know if there's helping. What's uh, going on? Oh no, George, what are you doing with that knife? Uh, uh, I'm uh, carving uh, something in your arm. You're going to like it. I do not want it. Uh, oh no! Oh, oh. Whoa! Hello. Hello. <laughs> what the Hello. fuck? Hello, George. You think he's giving a tattoo? What's George. Luke. Are you guys there? Line's dead. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I wow. hope they're okay. Uh, Luke, if, if you're listening, uh, we hope the best for you and send a picture of whatever George is doing to your arm right yeah, now. Yeah, and I can't believe he killed a, a, the neighbor's cat. It sounds though like Luke's been doing a lot of drugs, so who's I mean, to say who whether this yeah, is real well, or not? This is craziness. Wow, man! Well, that's a good way to end the call. Man, that's you know what? One day I would like, I would love to see uh, maybe George get on Prairie Home Companion. That would be. Hey, it's George Chase, GSP, big friend. Uh, Garrison Killer. Uh, hey, despite uh, you are old and lame, but I come on the show because the PR people uh, tell me to do it. We would love to have you, George. It's uh, just, just me, Reverend Ham, and some of our. Some of our sound effect guys, and it's just going to be a great time. I uh, I went to Lake Wobagon once, and I uh, took a shit on front of the uh, that's, church. That's an interesting story, George, but it's a, it's a fictitious land. It's a fictitious valley uh, near where I grew up, so there's no way for you to actually physically go there. When are you going to retire? Uh, I'm reading a guy's articles named Brace, and he hates you in San Francisco. Uh, I figure I have at least a good 20, 25 years left in me. 
Uh, a lot of your fans are dying by the day in nursing homes. How do you keep it up? I've sent some hostility in you, George. I listen to your uh, show exclusively when I worked out for the fight against Matt Sarah, and he knocked me out. So ever since, I have turned against you. It's, uh, don't blame the show, George. It sounds like it's your work ethic. Wow, that was wow, a good okay. preview. Good. Okay, that was George St. Pierre behind the scenes. I'm pretty Garrison companion. Keeler bringing in MMA fighters yes. on the show. Well, he's trying to get hip and edgy. Prairie home companion, <laughs> as they call it in Louisiana. Companion. That's what, uh, George, that's what Steven Seagal calls it. I'm going on the prairie home companion. It's good to be here, Gary, on Prairie Home Companion. Uh, it's good to have you, Stephen. It's, uh, I've been hunting rodents that are taking over Louisiana, and I use the pelts on my hair. Can we get some sound effects for those rodents? <laughs> Very good, thank you. Hey, anybody seen Richie? Uh, who t- Richie, the stage manager? Anybody seen Richie trying to find out who gives Bobby Lupo? What, what do they do to Bobby? Why don't you tell us, Steve? That's from one of my great uh, cinematic movies, Out for Justice. It was uh, shot in okay. New York. I played a. This is. It was a stretch for me. I played a policeman, but I'm a policeman in real life. Okay, I only watch uh, stage performance. I don't watch the cinema. Well, it's, it's a great movie <laughs> for you, Gary. <laughs> All right, we can go on. This is All right, hey guys, that's the end of the show. By thanks the way, for joining us. Thanks for those of you who took our uh, call yeah. to action last episode. We are up to 103 triple digits, motherfucker. iTunes reviews, but we're still not at our goal of no. beating Andrew Dewitt. Dude, don't let the Andrew Dewitt show beat us. 22 more to go. Yeah, jump on the bandwagon. Come on, just do. Be like Phil P. Figure out how to do it. Get how on about iTunes. This? Leave we- a text review. Five stars. Yes. Don't five, be always a pussy. five stars. Even always. if you hate us, yeah, five he, stars. If you hate us, give us five stars because you're. Because that'll make us even ma- even more mad, and it'll be irony. And also, once we beat Dewitt, we'll have Andrew on the show to talk about his defeat. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you, if you guys, want him, I think somebody left one. Uh, let me read this real quick if I can cue it up. There's some good ones on there. I think someone made a an, uh, use their girlfriend's account to get a comment in. Okay. Let me see if see if did you read it. Uh, I don't know which one you're speaking of. Let me see here. Hold on. Oh, we have 104. Look at that. Whoa. While we were on air, somebody. So here's the deal. You guys, we get we beat Andrew DeWitt's uh, number of reviews. We'll have him on the show, and we'll blindside him with the information <laughs> and make the whole show about how we kicked his ass. He might listen to the show, but I don't know. <laughs> well, if he doesn't. And guess what? If you're listening, the devil, Andrew, we the love devil you. will confront him about having his soul. We love yeah. you, Andrew, but we're coming for you. Yeah, so the devil, and he's right behind you. He visits you when he sleep, and he What's steals your today? breath. Uh, today is the 27th, I believe. Right, so these are from three days ago. So this guy yeah. says, wasting your 100th rating. This is our 100th rating. Thank you to Porter County Prize is his name. Porter County Pride? Prize. Oh, Porter County Prize. He said on one hand, it's that's a- por- That's the county I'm from. Oh, okay. So Porter we- County. So he said, on one hand, it's super annoying to have a separate profile on your computer, so when she used your app, she doesn't ruin your presences. On the other hand, without it- I wouldn't be able to waste your hundredth comment with a worthless review. Zach, the Lego maniac, in quotes, the Lego maniac part. So I'm assuming he hijacked his ladies. He must have. Well, guys, why don't you take a note from Zach here? Yeah. Feel free to this get on. This could have been his mother's account. Who cares whose it is? Yeah. Just leave us as many as you can. It's beat to wit by 2016 campaign. Stuff that fucking ballot box. There's no one counting yeah. votes here. And we're going to have him on and we're going to talk about it. 
the whole show. And like we said, this is we're not just doing this as a gag. We will have Steve, the sushi chef, O'Neill yes. on to discuss, among other Maybe things. Maybe it'll be a post-Thanksgiving. <laughs> that was not a bad idea because then we could get drunk while we're there. You just hope nothing bad happens at Thanksgiving where Steve O'Neill ends up eating Thanksgiving dinner in the garage. But like, that could make it interesting. Yeah. Andrew you. De- and you know what Andrew DeWitt's going to say? Nobody likes to be beat. <laughs> and then beat the door. That's a Boner City reference if you don't get it. We love you all. Tyler, you're our number one fan. The Danish and O'Neill hey, movement. You're number one in Danish's <laughs> eyes. I still got a lot of veterans ahead of you. This is to all the veterans out there. You son of a bitch. O'Neill, the ass kicker's got your back, motherfuckers. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week with more gospel for 20-year-old men to live their lives by. I'm the Danish. And this is O'Neill. Pop Sugar, we're calling up for... Hey, Blend Cow, we're coming for you. Yeah, fuck you, Blend Cow. <laughs> Adios. Later. Thank <laughs> you.